welcome to December Dailies episode 2. Today is a chat about your investments have done well in the last few months, so now what? Particularly aimed at those first-time investors, the COVID drop in markets and subsequent recovery sent a lot of first-time investors looking at investing in the share market, and I can imagine a number of them are thinking, now what? Uh, I'm of the view that the the quick recovery, the easy money has been made and now uh, there'll be considerations about what to do going forward. So a 15-20 minute chat or so around that topic. I hope you enjoy going live across Facebook, YouTube and Twitch on a daily basis. Uh, Sorry, LinkedIn, YouTube and Twitch on a daily basis. Look out for my LinkedIn post in the morning about what time each day I will be going live if you'd like to join me there. Thanks. Hello and welcome back for December Daily number two, the 2nd of December. Uh, I'm James Wrigley and as I said yesterday, for those that might have caught my live stream or caught it on the replay, I've challenged myself to uh, try and go live daily uh, through December, maybe the working days in December, Monday through Friday. Uh, With a different topic, uh, I've got some guests lined up, a couple of people have already agreed uh, to have it come on, come on live and have a chat with me. So thank you for those of you that have have reached out or agreed to uh, to join me. I look forward to chatting uh, in a couple of days uh, with you, a couple of guys that have uh, that have uh, said that, said that you would. Um, if anyone's out there, please let me know you're there. Give us a you know thumbs up, a like. Uh, I am live across. LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, no, LinkedIn, YouTube and Twitch today. So giving Twitch a bit of a go. Uh, if anyone's out there in Twitch land, um, let, it, let us know. Mina, thank you for joining me. Yeah, so today, uh, you know, I've got a, a little bit of a chat to go through, uh, but particularly today, I just wanted to uh, have, a, have a discussion uh, about, and I think as, as the title suggests, you know, your investments have done well in the last few months, so now what? Um, this whole COVID environment has seen a whole lot of first-time investors uh, look at uh, investing into the share market, which has been fantastic. A lot of people that I've come across have, uh, you know, have have said to me, "Look, we 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 watched the GFC. We didn't do anything about it. We we feel like we somewhat missed out on the drop and the and the subsequent recovery." From there, uh, as soon as there's a few people that I've actually you know gone on to provide advice to in the last six months or so where they've actually seen markets drop away and saying, look, we don't, want to, we don't want to miss out a second time around. So I thought I would maybe start with a bit of a history lesson. I'll share my screen here uh, and I've got, uh, bear with me if I look over onto the other screen, that's where I've got this, uh, this graphic. Oh, Mark, you're on, you're on Twitch. The comments are coming through. Thank you for jumping on there and, uh, and giving it a go, letting me know that, that it's coming through. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to start with a bit of a history lesson to say, like, what have we been through uh, and, and and I guess where are we at? All I've done here is just jumped onto the ASX website. Uh, their refreshed website has some graphing capabilities and um, and there's this graphic here. So this is, uh, this is the ASX 200 uh, for the last year. Uh, for those that are, that are unaware, the ASX 200 is just an index of the Australian share market. Uh, it represents uh, the top 200 shares on the share market by their size. Uh, so it's made up of a fair chunk of the Australian share. Uh, those that are listed on the Australian share market, there are more than 200, but it is the, the biggest 200. 
Uh, importantly, you can't invest directly in the index. There are plenty of uh, investments that mimic the index, but you can't invest in the index directly. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, in index style of investments. But if we go back uh, in a kind of February, early March, we all lived through this. Uh, we were all kind of forced into lockdown right around the world, um, caused uh, you know recessions in, in, in most countries, uh, and we saw markets really drop off a cliff. But something really interesting happened uh, thereafter, and it's only, in, I guess, interesting in hindsight. Now, um, we, you know, there, there was this, there was this uh, thought that, you know, as, as we as we go into recession, people will hang on to every single dollar that they have. They won't spend. You know, companies will their, their profits will really crumble, and uh, and things will be quite difficult for some time. What actually happened, though, uh, and it happened right, relatively quickly, is that because most people couldn't travel. Uh, they couldn't eat out at restaurants, those kind of things. That that money that people spent on those leisure type activities, uh, traveling and, and eating out, was just redirected and redirected very quickly uh, into other areas. So very quickly, the likes of you know, JB Hi-Fi, uh, Nick Scarly Furniture, Afterpay's, you know, been one of, been one of the darlings. A lot of these more retail orientated stocks uh, did quite well. So we saw a quick recovery. Uh, in, a, in a lot of those, as it became apparent that people were actually willing to spend money, they were spending money on you know, buying computer screens, just like I'm talking to you on now, and desks like I'm sitting at here. So setting up for work from home, you know, buying um, gaming consoles, PlayStations and Nintendo Switch, that kind of thing, uh, couches, doing up their homes. Uh, a few people now looking at tra you know, transacting and, and, and moving house because they've realised that they don't like their particular house for some reason. Um, Hi Graham, thank you for for jumping in and joining as well. So, so that happened that happened very quickly. Uh, at the same time, household savings rates right around the world went through the roof. So, household savings in Australia, in particular, had been on the rise for a little while leading into what we're going through anyway. You know, you, for, for those with a mortgage, you may be well be familiar that I've seen mortgage rates probably for the last five years or so have dropped, uh, and a lot of those savings on on mortgage rates haven't been spent in other areas. So, household savings rates were we're pretty robust to begin with. Uh, when we were forced into lockdown and we couldn't do anything, household savings rates went up a whole lot more. And so we saw a lot of people, uh, first time, you know, share market investors, as I said, uh, turn their attention to say, look, I've bought the new computer screen and I bought a new couch, but I'm still saving a whole lot of money. Interest rates are, are ridiculously low. There's no point leaving it in the bank. What else am I going to do? And so some people turned their, uh, their attention to investing into the share market. Uh, now, the share market is really just, you know, uh, it's a uh, economics 101, supply and demand. There's only a certain number of shares that are on the market. Uh, the price of those is just a, 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 a reflection of demand for, for, those, for those shares at any particular point in time. If you've got you know, a, a bigger pool of people, household savings, looking at, at, at trying to invest, that's started to push prices up. Uh, and a lot of the buying in some of these, uh, some of these really, uh, you know, really noteworthy stocks, you know, that made the made the evening news, the uh, the afterpays of the world. I can remember reading certain reports at different points in time that um, there were uh, a lot of, you know, on particular days, uh, the trading in some of these stocks through the likes of Comsec and and more of the retail type. Uh, type trading outlets. So, you know, where, where you and I can just take $5,000 and go and buy some afterpay shares or whatever it is that you might want to buy. Uh, there's more of these retail type um, uh, trading platforms uh, that they were actually controlling the vast majority of the volume in some of these stocks on particular days. So that just really goes to show 
uh, the uh, the speed at which um, the ordinary everyday uh, investor, you know, somewhat punter, um, you know, turned their attention to the share market, put some put some money in. So it wasn't the big institutions investing hundreds of you know millions of dollars at any one point in time. Uh, it, it was a lot of a lot of individuals you know, spending small amounts of money. So I guess so that's. Um, that's what what's happened. You know, we, we obviously dropped away. Uh, you know, markets have recovered very uh, quickly thereafter. You can see just from here, and it comes through a little bit small on 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 this share screen. It's bigger over here, uh, but the but the ASX two hundred, the you know one of the uh, indices of the Australian share market, is only down four and a bit percent from from where it was a year ago. So we have recovered very quickly. Uh, I'm going to go on at a limb and say probably a whole lot quicker than what most people had thought uh, it would happen. But nevertheless, it did. Um, so I guess where to from here, which was the whole point of uh, this um, this live stream that I wanted to, to go through, uh, I would suggest that the easy money has probably been made. So you know, share markets were always going to recover. They always do. Uh, I don't think too many people thought that they were going to recover as quickly as they have. A whole lot of government stimulus and a whole range of other reasons why, and I won't go into that today. Uh, but nevertheless, prices have recovered significantly. Um, so where to from here? Uh, and and I think it's uh, it's the, it's the classic uh, line. It depends. Uh, and and I'll maybe frame this part of the conversation um, if I give you a couple of examples. So markets have recovered really well, which is fantastic. That's great to see. But where to from here? And what should you do now that your investments have you know, gone up to the extent that they have? Um, and that's really going to depend on who you are and, and what you are actually trying to achieve. Now, investing into the share market, investing into the property market, they're both just a means to an end. Uh, you know, they, people don't invest into the share market to invest in the share market. Uh, they invest in the share market to achieve something. They're looking to try and achieve something maybe tomorrow morning, something that's, something that's quite short term or maybe something that's longer term. And so you need to start with, well, why did you invest in the share market in the first place if you're a first time investor? Uh, for those uh, that had um, those that had held their investments the whole way through, watched them drop and come out the other side, maybe it's some something longer term you're trying to achieve. Uh, and if I use, as I said, if I use two examples here, I'll use myself personally and and a client that I had a conversation with just yesterday. Uh, so an existing client of mine that's been through the up through you know through the down and and seen it come up the other side. And the conclusion that we had, that we came to for, for for both them and for me very different. So. If I start with them, uh, it's, a, it's a couple that, um, you know, have done very well through their working life, saving, investing, and you've got, you know, investment properties, a few million dollars in superannuation. They are very comfortable, very well set up. This whole, um, you know, multiple income stream, which I'll get into in, a, in, in another chat. But they watched investments drop. We have an exercise that we go through with all, all of our clients designed to designed to kind of put some framework around what are you actually trying to achieve here? And so for, for this you know, example couple that I'll give, uh, it's about funding their retirement. They retired earlier than what most people would uh, with a whole lot more money than what most people would because they've been very proactive over uh, their working lives in building that up. Uh, but you know, they're, 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 what are they trying to achieve is to preserve and, and, and maintain this capital for the rest of their you know, retirement years. They've probably got another 20, 30 years ahead of them. So we go through an exercise to, de to develop, you know, what are the attributes of their portfolio that we actually really want to be achieving here? And that's different from them as it is from me, who you know, who's 20 or 30 years younger than what they are. 
So uh, for them, there's some certain attributes around their portfolio and right through all of this, we've been addressing those attributes. And what it meant is that as markets dropped away, uh, they had a bit too much money sitting on the defense, what we refer to as the defensive side, uh, not quite enough on the growth side. Um, they they were you know uh, were open to the idea of buying some more shares as things had had, had dropped, you know, and you know Mina as as, as you say here you kind of manual wish could go back, um, so they we actually did a little bit of that we held their positions the whole way through we bought a few more as as things had dropped away and then the meeting I had with them yesterday, now they'd made something like two hundred and fifty odd thousand dollars since the first of July now they've got a, a few million dollar portfolio so it's not surprising that it's gone up to that extent you know, given what's happened with share markets. But it's now at a point where the, the, the kind of the risk profiling of their portfolio has, has gone to another level. So I had the conversation with them to say, look, this is great. It's gone up. Fantastic. It's worked out well. But from where we are here, as I said earlier, I think the easy money has been made. Um, you've now gone to, because of the growth we've seen in markets in the last couple of months, you've now gone to another, maybe another risk level, if you want to think of it that way. I think it's appropriate for you to actually start to peg this back. So for them... Yesterday, we agreed to sell about $100,000 worth of equities and bring that more back into a conservative portfolio uh, because uh, the attributes of them, it's, you know, we're preserving this money uh, to continue to support your, your, your lifestyle and your retirement for the next 20 or 30 years. Um, look at me, on the other hand, though, you know, I'm, I'm working. I have many years ahead of me. You know, my lifestyle is funded by me, by me working mortgages and kids and holidays and all the rest of it. Um, so I went about setting up a small uh, uh, regular investment portfolio back in you know March or April when markets had dropped. I contribute $100 a week to that. Yes, it's done well. It's fantastic. But I've barely even looked at it. And that's the whole point. That's the whole point of the investing. I don't want to be looking at it on a day-to-day -day basis. I've got enough other things to worry about. But set it up, regularly invested, just as my super fund. My super fund is invested incredibly aggressively because they have many years ahead of me. It dropped away heaps during all of that. But um, you know, when I'm looking at it yesterday, it's just about recovered back to where it was before and any of this happened. So I've been working, contributing and continuing to, to add to that. So me and my circumstances and what I'm looking to achieve with my investing, I'm not selling any of my investments. So it was more than appropriate for this couple that I was speaking to yesterday to actually bank some of what they've made. Uh, for me, as much as markets have come up and you know maybe they drop me going into the future who knows it's you know continuing on on that trajectory so uh, you need to understand as i said or you need to, to give some thought to what are you actually trying to achieve by by you investing whether it's you're buying a property whether you're in the share market no one does it just to make money that money is is for a particular purpose what is that purpose if it's you know buying your first home, you've you know, dabbled in the share market in the last few months, you've made a fair bit of money, but ultimately you're looking to buy your first home, well, maybe you might want to consider taking some of that money out. Uh, but the big kind of uh, asterisk there for everyone uh, is understanding the ta tax implications. Uh, for those that aren't aware, when you buy shares, property, these types of assets, uh, any gain that you make that you realise within the first 12 months of holding that asset is taxable at your full, you know, at your full rate. So if you bought something, sold something, and made a $10,000 gain, that $10,000 gets added to whatever other income you might have from work or wherever else it comes from, and you're taxed at your, at your ordinary marginal tax rates on that. Whereas if you held those investments for a year, you're only taxed at half that rate. So there are some tax savings to be had. Uh, by holding those investments a little longer than you may already have if you're a if you're a first-time investor um, but be mindful that 
you know, value, you know, prices might not be quite so high as they are today in, in, in another six months' time. Maybe they're higher, maybe they're lower, maybe they're exactly where they are. That's what happens with investing. No one really knows what the, what the future is going to hold. Um, so I hope this chat has been some value uh, to some of you, whether you're watching it live. I think there's been a few of you kind of jumping in and out, David. I can see you've caught the end uh, there. So thank you for joining me also. Hopefully that's been useful for you. Um, we have, you know, markets have come up a long way uh, in, in a very short period of time. November was an amazing month. The Aussie market was up nearly 10%, which is fantastic. We are seeing some great returns. Uh, but, you know, to, to what purpose? What is the purpose of those returns that everyone's been chasing? Uh, and is now the time maybe for you to reconsider doing something different? Maybe it is. As I was saying with my client, for, for me, it's not continue, continue on the journey. Uh, with shares, don't you receive a payment each year for a gain? Um, no, you, you don't. So, you know, if I bought, I was talking about Afterpay, if I bought Afterpay shares and I just held them forever, uh, you know, Afterpay may well pay me a dividend, pay up part of their profits to me as a shareholder. Uh, but if I don't sell my Afterpay shares, well, then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm never taxed on it, on any gain. It's only when you, when you sell them. Uh, if you're in a managed fund structure, that's different. They pass out some of their gains on an annual basis to you, so there's some annual tax obligations that are going on there. But, but if you're, you know, as a lot of first-time investors did, set up a Comsec account or any any number of the others and uh, put a bit of money into some of these uh, these businesses that have that have that have been flying, um, unless you sell them, yeah, there's no gain to be paying tax on. Um, yeah, so that's it for me today. Uh, hopefully you can join me tomorrow for December daily number two. Uh, tomorrow morning I'll put a post on my LinkedIn and my Twitter when I'm planning to go live. Hope you can join me. Uh, I'll call it an end to today. I do have a client meeting in nine minutes. I better run and prepare for that. So thank you all for joining me. Uh, if you're catching this on the replay and you've got any questions, do reach out. Uh, and if anyone is out there and would like to join me uh, on an upcoming uh, chat, um, by all means, you're more than welcome rather than just me sitting here in a room uh, talking to a uh, computer screen. So see you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye.